Hey folks, if you've seen any of the great merch we have lately, we've got Witch Police shirts, we've got bags, we've got more gear on the way. That's all made by our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Whether it's screen printing or embroidery, heat press vinyl or graphic design, Divine Shirts is the place to go for your band merch. They've been doing some of the best stuff from the best bands in Winnipeg and beyond. And if you're looking to get some merch made, head over to divineshirtcompany.ca or follow them on Instagram and tell them which police radio sent you. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Plus Radio. This is another one of these, uh, I call them micro-interviews because they're sort of 10-minute uh, quick hits um, talking to artists about new projects they have or even sometimes it's, uh, you know, new bands, uh, new albums, things like that. And the guest on this one is someone who's been on the show before, but not in this context. Um, I think that the best way to maybe start this off is if you want to introduce yourself and maybe give a bit of background about what it is that you're doing now. Uh, perfect. Yeah, I, um, I've been on the show before. Uh, we, I was in a band called Wittenberg. Um, and we were on the podcast, I think, about a year ago, two years ago now. I think it's at least two, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, and since then, the project hasn't been doing as much music as uh, lately. Um, and I started to kind of start creating my own work. Um, and I created an EP throughout all this time I had on quarantine. Um, and I made a project that I'm really, really proud and happy with, Um uh, it was a collaboration with, between me, uh, Emily Reese, the girl that sings in Winnenberg, actually is on the EP. Okay. Um, and it was a nice collaboration album uh, just to form while I was waiting in quarantine. And um, I really, really just want people to kind of take a listen to it because it's something different than a lot of the projects I've been in. It's a lot more experimental, very electronic based. Um, it's not as, um, I, I would say, rock as a lot of uh, right. people would expect from me. Well, if I remember correctly, you were playing drums in, in Wittenberg, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've had this transition now over. I'm actually doing the songwriting on the the project. It's I've been re- making music and producing for a very, very long time. And it's a passion that never died out for me. I just, I never really felt comfortable making a project until it felt right. Okay. And I think during quarantine, I started finding some ideas and creating more and more um I guess a uh, structure for an actual project that I think I could, you know, delve into a bit more. So yeah, it, it's um, a four track EP that I've made. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm super happy with it. Are you releasing it under your own name or do you have a, a name to this project will go under? Um, it's called, uh, it's the project name is called Sewler. Um, it's just derived from my last name, William Sewell. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, it's essentially my name. Um, I just, it's the, a nickname my friends have always called me, so I thought, like, it's a little bit catchier than just my regular old name. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense, for sure, yeah. Is this yeah. is this something that you've always kind of wanted to do? Like, have you always had an idea to release a project like this in your back pocket while you were playing with other bands? Oh, yeah, for a very long time. I, I've had, like, a weird, like, nervousness about it because I've always thought, like, someone would think of me as a drummer or, right. like... Not well, I, I did. I, th- I thought of you as a drummer. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's absolutely fair because a lot of my projects that have gone in attention, I've just played predominantly drama then. Um, so, for me, it was something I've always wanted to do. I loved making music for a very long time. And now that I actually feel a little bit more comfortable in my ability to create songs, um, 
it, it's it, it's something that I'm quite happy that I was able to finally do. Um, so yeah, the long answer would be yeah. Um, I, it's been a long time coming. Cool. I think. Well, obviously, like you said, this is a pandemic project and the pandemic, no one really knows when it's going to end or what's going to happen in the next few months and beyond. But is this something you're hoping to play live with if that if and when that opportunity um, makes itself available? Oh, yeah. Um, me and Emily, the song that we collaborated on, we're already planning on doing an acoustic version of it. Like, There's a lot of um, live elements I want to uh, actually do one day. But I don't want to have it as a traditionally DJ set. I would want it to have more live performance, if that makes sense. Yep. So yeah, I, I've I, I would love to perform one day, but I think um, I'm not quite at the point yet. There's a lot of um, technical aspects I want to learn before I put myself on a stage. Yeah, and I guess would this be your first experience being kind of at the front of the stage if you're playing this live? Oh yeah, it is so uncomfortable. I was like, again, it just gives me so much more like respect for like singers that have to like put themselves out there. Yeah, you know, it would be like I felt like so exposed when I like pre- I created this whole project by myself because it really all of it is kind of all the eyes are on you. Sure. Yeah. So it was um it was weird to find uh to for people to like come and actually just enjoy what I've created by myself. So. And you just put this out, like at the time we're recording this, you just put it out a few days ago, right? Yeah, um, I put the EP out and uh, there's a music video out for the EP as well that I am much happier with than the EP because the people I collaborated with, um, Fast Track Films, they did such a phenomenal job of recording and um, lighting. It just looked so beautiful. So, and it's the main reason why I really wanted to come on and talk about it because the work that they put into the, the, the video and how it looked and how it sounded, it was so well done. Cool. So, yeah, it, it was very, it's both very new out. So I think people will enjoy it. Have you had, I mean, I know it's super new, but have you had uh, any reception to it from people you know or listeners just giving you feedback on, on what they think of it? Yeah, a lot of people, like a lot more people than I thought that were like they were going to listen to. Like I thought, um, you know, when I released it, maybe like a couple of people here and there would take a listen. But pretty much all my friends have taken a listen to it and they really enjoyed it. What's um, so is Wittenberg, what's the the situation with that band? Is it on hiatus or is it is it over? What's going on there? So, uh, Wittenberg is still a project that we're working on. Um, Emily has several, um, songs and she actually has a book that she's been writing for a very oh, long cool. time now yeah. that she wants to release um and for me i've always kind of been you know i'll play drums once you want to go back to live performance but i wanted the creative aspect to be more on her so um i i guess my answer would be it's gonna be out when it's out i don't have a for sure date but there will be more stuff in the future that's cool yeah cool cool and then where can people find this i mean i you know like you like you said this is a new project for you uh i'm sure people who know you know where they can get they can get to listen to the the ep but you know if someone's hearing about this for the first time on this podcast what's the best option for them to track down the music you're doing and give it a listen um on spotify apple uh, music all the central streaming platforms um the ep is on um it's on as a uh, Suler, so it's spelled S-E-W-E-L-L-E-R. Um, and that's out of the easiest way to find it. Um, I'm, it pops up on Spotify pretty fast now, too. Um, and it's also in, like, every link of my social medias. Cool. So, 
Yeah, it, it it's all it's out there. much if you know. <laughs> yeah, if you know if you know me, you'll be able to find it. Right on, right on. And then, uh, like I know, I know this is a again, it's a pandemic project. It's something that uh, a lot of people are doing cool stuff like this because they they have the time and and no shows to play or you know their main bands are are on hiatus because of the pandemic. Do you expect that this this project will continue um, making new music afterwards, or will you be too busy with other bands and other projects? Um, I'm going to be doing this for a long time. I honestly, it was a long time coming. Um, it's, you know, for me, I, I just, I, I, my standard, I think, especially with working with really talented people, it's gone way up. Yeah. So it's going to continue after it's probably going to be like an every now and then thing as opposed to consistently. Um, because as you said, I'm working in other projects. I love working in bands. So, you know, Really, I kind of fade in and out of each one, but this one, my own personal stuff, will be a lot more consistent than I think most uh, most bands I'm in.
I am Fresh Prince 204. Uh, I go by Fresh Prince as my artist name. Um, basically, I make all genres of music except for country, really. Okay. Um, I had my first start uh, really getting into the scene, scene with like 393, like Pipskit, a couple other people like that before things started kind of escalating a bit for me. Okay. Um, as far as things go right now, my focus is kind of just like working with other artists and just trying to network as much as possible and um bring people together really that's my biggest focus for for this year cool well it's interesting how many people have come out of that that 393 thing uh just uh i mean it seems like a lot of young people in the community are learning from artists like pipskid and some of these older guys who've been doing this for decades and just really kind of honing their craft and uh you know becoming their own their own uh, notable musicians in their own right so what was your experience like kind of learning from guys like that who who have had all this experience in the scene and making records and 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 touring and all that uh i would say honestly it was phenomenal um to go from where i was before i had met them to that point there was a very drastic change and we went from maybe like a show or two a year to when i was doing them doing shows like every two three months kind of thing with like me and my friends or like a lot of just opportunities and stuff that we never really thought would happen the way that it happened but because we had uh those people helping us and believing in us we were actually to make things happen like that um like what would be a good example? Like Nuit Blanche or um, sure. stuff like that, you know? So it's very cool coming up like that and to get that kind of experience from people who could help us like that and give us that support. Yeah, yeah. Did that create kind of a community for you as well of, of other people, you know, in this in, in, in the music scene, learning and, and developing the same way that you did? Uh, I believe so, yes. Um, not all of us, like today, like, of course, it's been a couple of years. Not sure, all of us today sure. always get together to, you know, the same studios and stuff, but... As far as things go, everyone's still kind of doing their own things. And when it comes to, you know, if someone needs something, you can still go like, oh, hey, I remember so-and-so from 393. And, you know, it's... uh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I like what you said earlier about how you, you do all kinds of music except for country. <laughs> and uh, <Yeah. laughs> what... So, I mean, do you have sort of a, an easier way of defining what you do, what it is you do, what your sound is? Because, I mean, that's, you know... Obviously, it's not country. We know that. <laughs> but, like, I mean, what, what's kind of the short form? Uh, you know, if someone runs into you and they haven't seen you in a while and they say, oh, you're making music now, how would you, what's the kind of a more narrow way to define what your sound is? Um, Jeez. I don't know. That's hard for me sometimes because I find, like, sometimes my music doesn't fit into a genre because it can be really, like, almost like a contemporary sound, if, if you could put okay. it like that. Okay. Um, I don't okay. know. I like to say maybe, like, dark rap or something dark like rap? that. Okay. Maybe a better way to, to to ask that question then is what what are your influence like what music did you come up uh, listening to? Um, and is that is that as varied as 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 what you're saying for your your own sound too? Um, a little bit, yeah, to an extent. Because um, I don't know. I from a young age I started listening to like Fifty Cent or like even really anything that was on the radio at the time or whatever my parents were playing. I had cousins who were playing like Avril Lavigne and stuff like that. So okay, like my yeah. music was all around coming up. Um. It wasn't until I think pro- probably like around high school where I really got into like Kanye West and stuff like that, which is where the inspiration came into that. Right. What is the uh, experience been w- with your stage name of Fresh Prince? Because obviously, you know, there there is a. I know you spell it differently, but Fresh Prince for a lot of people, especially my age and older, they, they we have this uh, association with somebody else, right? Has that ever? Uh, yeah. Obviously, people don't think you're Will Smith, but. <laughs> Has that name ever uh, been an issue for you? Uh, like, I mean, are you are you worried about that? If you, if you if you blow up, what happens then with the name? You know, with potential uh, legal stuff. Um, a couple people have brought that up and um, asked me like if I would be interested in changing my name. Um, 
I can't really find anything that else that fits though. In fact, for me, when I say it, it's like, it's spelled different. And I think like, if you, it's one of those things where I feel like it's, if you know, you know, and if you don't know, it's kind yeah. of, you know, yeah. but like when you do know, it's, it's a, it's a cool thing. If you do know kind of thing, it's a surprise. It's like, Oh, there's another fresh prince kind of thing. It's like, what's he up to? What's he about kind of thing? Right. Right. What, what, uh, where did that name come from for you? Like, what does it represent to you? Um, I actually didn't make it myself. Oh, really? uh, my first, my first song, I believe it was like grade nine or something like that. Um, I recorded it. I sent it to the sound engineer. No name on it. No title. No art. Like nothing. Just the blank track. And uh, he sent it back. And for whatever reason, he's like, "Yeah, I just decided to name it like Fresh Prince." And like he's asking, like, "You need a name and stuff like that." I was like, I, "I'm just rapping, man." Like I don't, yeah, yeah, you know. So um, yeah, that ended up being the one that we just ended up picking and running with that one. How long have you? How long have you run with it now? At this point, like, how many years have you been using that name? I'd say like at least like probably six, seven years, something like that. Because I mean, yeah. I've seen your name around for sure, but uh, yeah, this is my first time actually, you know, talking to you. But um, I guess what is your um, experience been like? And the reason I asked this question just before I ask it is that you know hmm. I, I'm I grew up. I'm almost 40. I grew up listening to some of those guys that you would have had as mentors, uh, you know, at 393 and stuff like that. So my, my conception of the local rap scene is particularly, is definitely set in the kind of peanuts and corn, like late nineties, early two thousands era. And so I find that I'm often confused by what's going on now because I'm so out of the loop in the sense that, you know, I have kids who are almost as old as some of these 18 year olds and stuff rapping in the city right so i feel very detached from it so what is your kind of um experience been within the local rap scene and within that community is it uh i guess what is the scene like now from your perspective um in my mind the scene has always been welcoming like i feel if you are confident in what you're doing and you want to you know do something there will be people who will reach out to you yeah or you can reach out to them to kind of get to that point um the scene's always had its bumpy points you know where certain people come together and blah 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 happens but for the most part like i say the scene is very accepting and like com- coming now to this year especially with all the new sounds like you're saying that are coming out of the city from a lot of these young cats yeah like, yeah it's phenomenal yeah what's uh what's it been like for you dealing with this pandemic i mean i know it's affected everyone especially people doing creative things right but have you uh have you found it to be a period where you are able to create and, and are you or are you blocked during this time because i find it's either one or the other people are really really creative and, and really really uh functional and putting out lots of music or working on lots of stuff or they're just kind of like oh what i don't know what to do <laughs> mm. um well, for me, like, I kind of have, like, like a day plan where how I wake up in the morning and kind of plan my things out. So I could have, like, a random writing schedule at one point in the day or random recording sessions or something. But um, as far as the corona has, like, it hasn't really affected too much of my recording process and stuff. Like, if I want to go to the studio, it's kind of just, like, buzz, 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 scenes right. around kind of thing. Right. Well, that's good then, I guess. Yeah, because, I mean, I think it depends on the type of artist you are, too, because, you know, a lot of people, if they got, like, a five-person band or something that makes things a little more complicated because of, you know, social distancing and stuff. But if, if you're, if you're a solo artist, I guess you have the, the convenience of being able to sort of do things on your own schedule without having to involve all these other people. I mean, obviously you're working with other people as well, but it's a little bit of a different scenario. Yeah. Like we keep it like under, definitely under five people when we're in the studio. It's probably just me. If we have an artist for a feature there and the sound engineer, that's usually how we go about it. Yeah. What, um, what do you have coming up in the near future? Have you been working on anything that's uh, going to be coming out uh, relatively soon? Oh, uh, we have a couple projects on the side right now, about three music videos and a couple singles. We're just kind of trying to decide which one we want to drop first because we have just a lot of content right now. It's just the overflow and the focus right now is on proper delivery. Okay. 
what what does that what does that look like? Because I mean, you know, the, uh, coronavirus aside, the, the the environment for music has definitely changed over the even the last few years in the sense of the way to get yourself out there is very different. You can't just be an artist. You have to be an artist and you have to be able to market yourself and sell yourself. And there's all these kind of other business sort of aspects that, that are now tied into, um, being an independent artist. So what, what, what is that like for you? I mean, what's the process of putting music out in the world for someone like you now? Uh, for me, it would start by the recording process, having the song done. And after I have that, there's a group of A&Rs I would send it to. I have a huge email list I've built over the last six, seven years. Cool, of cool. People local and like around the world. So get in contact with them. Some of them charge their rates. Get in contact with whoever at Spotify has to for playlisting. So it ends up being this huge process. Then you got to go for like the who can play you on the radio at this point. Which interviews can you book? Who's looking for what and which magazine? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. You kind of got to really attack the market from all angles and just kind of see what you can dip your feet into and kind of just run with it. And that's the whole process that, that happens for, for even each single, I guess, right? I mean, you just have to do the whole lead up to, to releasing anything with, with all that work. Yeah, yeah. Where can, where can people hear your stuff right now? What's the best uh, best option for people to check out what you already have released? Or if they're hearing this later on, maybe hear some of the newer stuff you've done as well. Uh, for right now, I'd say Spotify is my core place for distribution. I will be switching back to SoundCloud soon because okay. they have changed up the uh, in the favor of the artist now. So I'll be coming back there soon. But for now, Spotify will be the main place to stream my music. Okay. And I, I assume it's probably on a bunch of those other platforms as well, right? Oh, it's on every platform. Yeah, it's on every all platform. Yeah. But mostly uh, I direct everyone towards my Spotify for the most part, though. I found a lot of people that do interact with my music and stuff just have Spotify over Apple, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Sure. And then if people are listening to this, you know, maybe once the, the, the pandemic's over, someone finds this episode and wants to find out what you're up to, whether you're playing anything live, whether you have new releases, what's the best way to sort of keep in touch with what you, uh, you know, not, not listen to your music, but just, just following kind of what you're up to in the community. Um, I got Instagram. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram. I usually post things on there when it's time to come close to release or something, or if I'm doing something, you'll probably hear about it on there. I got my, uh, Facebook fan page where sometimes just rather it's, random pictures or whatever if it's an update on what i'm doing and then uh if you just want to hear some jokes and shit talking i'm always on twitter shooting shits <laughs> right on black air forces on nigga i'm mobbing crime hot in the air it's constant problem but i'm not batman dog i'll probably rob him Uh. <laughs> Blue and cream clocks like ghosts in 9-5 Throwing shots at the girl 
God they miss got nine lives still I'm watching for the reaper coming sleeping they'll be dumb and plenty out to seek destruction you're the feast they eating something me I'm out to hit the function but I keep my circle tight nice fit right chick money held like a vice grip light pip they know me from the smoky aroma the doho the rolling doja from all over Manitoba better ask around holding the throne known for my lingo rocket stage from Winnipeg to Santo Domingo trying to step to my table to eat you never bring no food for the family so you ain't getting our ting bro Black Air Force is on nigga I'm popping 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 I'm hot in the air it's causing problems problems So I'm just Nan, uh, previously on here for photography. Uh, what I'm doing musically is really whatever I want. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I've been thinking a lot about, like, what's my direction and this and that. And I really just kind of, like, I don't know if you've, you're familiar with Andrew Huang, but uh, he's a producer. So, no. He's a music producer mainly on YouTube. He's got he's on Instagram, you know, he's on TikTok, he's on this and that and the other thing. Uh he kind of just writes whatever music he wants. Like some of his albums are very acoustic, some of his albums are very like beat dance heavy. Uh and yeah, I'm just I'm really into that. So uh yeah, I just put out an album that's mostly uh like beats, electronic music, yeah. just very like ambient, vibey kind of stuff. Is um... And yeah. The albums, is it made up of previously released singles? Because I know you're putting out a lot of songs just kind of, you know, over the last little while. Is this album something totally new or is it a collection of, of earlier releases? It's it's a collection of earlier releases. And then I think there's like two or three songs that I hadn't gotten up on Bandcamp yet. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah so it's all stuff that I was working on over the last like two years. So this isn't strictly a pandemic project, is it? Like, had you had ideas before the pandemic hit that you wanted to do this? And yeah. then this is just kind of giving you opportunity or what? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back in the day, uh, I don't know if anyone's familiar with this, but like way, way back in the early 2000s on the Coca-Cola website, there was like a chat room. Okay. And you could and you could make like your own beats in the chat room as part of like an in-chat game. So I was like 12 years old. Like... <laughs> making my own little beats in this chat room for these like random people all over the world to hear. And like, that was fun. And, uh, uh, Andre started his tapeworm thing yeah. and that kind of just made, that just made my brain go like, I, I could do this too. Like there's ways to do this. I love that it's, it's not unattainable. I love it's a Coca-Cola chat room. Cause that's so random. That's gotta be the, the weirdest origin story for anyone's music that you were 12 <laughs> on a message board. For I know. Yeah. I know. My brain immediately went there and I was like, Matt, I wonder if that's still a thing. Probably not. <laughs> Did you keep any of those recordings? Like, was any of it saved or is it just kind of throwaway stuff? For no, the... it was just throwaway stuff. You couldn't save it at all. Yeah, it was just kind of like a, a one-time, like, in-game thing. Okay, okay. Did you already have all the gear, though? Because, I mean, you know, just looking around uh, the room that, that you're calling me from, there's a lot of keyboards and stuff. Like, did you have all that stuff, or was that sort of something you built? Because I know, you know, speaking of Andre, I know when I had him on the show a couple of years ago, he was sort of talking about the same thing, that he just he just kind of built his collection of, of, of stuff to make music with. Did you have a lot of this beforehand? Uh, Not the keyboards. I uh, I had guitars. Yeah. Uh, you, my guitars are on the other side of the camera. Um. The keyboards are new. The, key the keyboards, 
are something I've wanted my entire life. Uh, my grandpa had uh, actually, like, it's probably hard to tell, but this, this is just like the casing of okay. an electric organ from my grandpa's house. When he passed, uh, the family was kind of like, oh, who wants a piano? I said, I'd take it. I thought I was going to fix it, but yeah. that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so I gutted it. And now it's a desk for this keyboard. And then below me here, I have like a really nice keyboard. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've always been interested in playing piano. So I, that's been a pandemic thing, teaching myself how to play piano. Okay. But uh, is yeah, that new? Or did you have any piano experience before this? I didn't really have any piano experience before this. Uh, yeah, just like playing around on my grandpa's piano. And you know, kind of just hitting, yep. hitting one key, keys, <laughs> making noise, and the family going, "Ah, shut up!" <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Is this something that you think you could ever play live? Like, does does the equipment and the amount of uh, kind of focus you need on different things make it possible for you to do this in a live setting potentially? Uh, I don't know. Uh, j just to jump back to the equipment sure. question again, uh, like I don't actually have any like. Well, I, I borrowed Andre's uh, Volca sample. I haven't been using it a lot, just a little bit, but uh, I've been using DAW programs, okay. like digital, digital audio interfaces. So like everything's on my laptop. So like my laptop is my gear. And right. then the program, I, program I've been using is called LMMS. Uh, there, you know, there's a bunch of different ones out there you can use, whatever works for you, really. And uh, it's fun because like anybody can kind of, download one of these programs and, and make some music and, and dabble but uh i don't know how i would perform it live because yeah. it's all on my computer like it's all just like drawn into the program so the thing i've been working on is trying to write lyrics for the songs and, and like that would be the way like it would just sure. be a backing track and then i like put lyrics live over top but or otherwise so you could just wear know. headphones and like press buttons really really uh, you know sincerely <laughs> and, and yeah make it seem like you're doing something <laughs> yeah. live cuz this is a computer no one knows right <laughs> yeah that's true that's a good idea i thought about teaching myself how to dance too and like forming a little like like dance troupe and that's how i perform it okay. live but yeah, i'm not yeah. i'm not much of a dancer so <laughs> well and that's something you probably need to not be in a pandemic for too right to get people to actually yeah. learn the dance moves and stuff yeah uh, yeah. when, once things uh, you know hopefully get back to some kind of normalcy uh, and you are able to do the photography gig again is this going to continue as strongly as it has like do you plan on just making music even when things change change for the better i mean i hope so uh like part of it is that i'm not really at work right now so i have this like massive amount of time to do this now yeah. um and i did just accept a job offer i'm gonna be working full-time sometime soon in the like next couple of months i can't say too much publicly right now but uh like you know my free time is is gonna end eventually yeah. so that's that's the kicker yeah but there <laughs> obviously hasn't been anything to do in terms of photography uh i just did some work for uh dan and josh at intergalactic sauces but other than that yeah well it's it's so weird i mean like photography i feel like photographers have been one of the hardest hit and like the most uh, unrecognized as being the hardest hit because I think people always talk about certain jobs but like you can't do anything especially if you're taking pictures of shows and things like that there are no shows I mean bands, yeah. bands can do live streams it's not great but it's, it's something but I mean you can't take a picture of a computer streaming a live show <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, not work nobody well. wants to look at that Yeah, yeah. I, I was going out for walks and like taking pictures of the city like the first little bit of the pandemic but uh, 
like that just started to wear thin because at a point I just like felt uncomfortable being outside, you know, yeah, as totally. the numbers rose and stuff. So, so where where can people find your stuff? I mean, I know you like you said you have the album out and you have a bunch of singles that have come out over the last few months and everything. What's the best way to to actually hear the music? Uh, so I'm on Bandcamp. Uh, I, I mean, that was really kind of the point of releasing all the singles into an album is that I wanted people to be able to listen to everything like all at once without having to like click on the song, go back, yeah. click on another song, go back, click on another song, go back. Uh, so uh, it's uh, avclubwpg.bandcamp.com. Okay. Uh, I'm also on SoundCloud. I don't know what that link is off the top of my head. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's just AV Club Winnipeg again, though. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's the only things I'm on. I'm on TikTok. Yeah, uh, I put po- I post stuff on my personal Instagram. Is that, yeah, is that the best way to get hold of you if someone has wants to you know ask you anything about the music or find out what you're working on like the, the Instagram or are there any yeah, social media accounts Instagram. for this? Are there any AV Club social media accounts or? Uh, I do have a Facebook page. You okay. can message me through there. Cool, cool. Yeah, and, and then what is kind of in I, I, again? I know it's super. Um, uncertain what the future is and you said you're, you're gonna be starting working full-time soon as well but do you have other releases that you're hoping to put out in the next little while like have you been working on new stuff now that this album has come out with all of the older songs uh yes and no like i'm, I'm still working on lyrics for all the songs right, right. some some of them just like some of them i didn't write with lyrics in mind and some of them i did so that's kind of an issue um i have a like probably like four or five like more ambient tracks that didn't really fit on this album so okay. i might like try to cobble some things together and then put out like a more just kind of straight up ambient album cool and uh i've been thinking a lot about trying to put together like a piano cover album because that's how i'm teaching myself to play the same way i taught myself to play guitar just by like learning songs that i like yeah uh and yeah like you know my method is in terms of covered songs is make slow songs fast, make fast songs slow. <laughs> so that's been fun. And I, yeah, in the back of my mind, I was thinking about doing that maybe, but you know, nothing's written in stone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause no one, I mean, the pandemic could end tomorrow. It could last another year. No one knows. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not counting on anything in terms of the pandemic. No, no. But, I mean, <laughs> at least you've been able to be productive during the pandemic though, because I mean like, you oh, know, yeah. it's been such a weird time for everybody, especially creative people. Right. Because the idea of like, I'm going to make something, it's like, well, there's no audience anymore. <laughs> and if you're doing something that involves the public, it, it just can't happen. Right. So yeah, it's cool that you've taken um, this shitty situation and turned it into something, a different form of creativity. So I, I like what you're doing and, and I, I hope you keep doing it. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I'm really just doing it for myself and I think that's the key. Like, like you need you need to do the thing for you and not for everyone around you. Yep.
Well, um, my name is Ashley Stress. I'm from Lactabani, Manitoba. Um, I have been singing since I was 14 years old. Um, I was introduced to music very early with my grandfather. Um, he was in his own country band for, for a long period of time, playing the accordion and stuff. So he was the one that introduced me to, you know, writing my own music and singing and stuff. So that's pretty much how I got into it. And uh, I've been singing and writing my own music ever since. Cool. Well, and the way that I, your name first came up is I think on another one of these quick hit interviews when I was talking to Chris Michael, who is a local country singer that I, I've known for a while, and he's been, you know, pretty active in the, the local music scene. So if I understand correctly, you're also part of his band, right? I am, yes. I'm their supporting singer. So how did you get involved with him? What was the connection there? <laughs> Funny story, actually. So, um... I uh, there was a Facebook post um, that my friend had taken me in um, in November of last year, um, and they were looking for their backup singer. So right away, I like without hesitation, I messaged him and was like, "Hey, you know, I'm like I'm really interested in this role, and I'm like I'm wondering if we could like have an audition." And um, I sent him um, a classic uh, Stevie Nicks song, and um, right away he loved it. He's yeah. like, "Okay, well, I want to get together and let's meet up." and I met him that weekend and we had an instant connection. We got along really well and I've been with them since. So cool. it's been really, really good. And he's helped me out a lot like with um, giving me that extra push to pursue, pursue my own music. And yeah, without them, I wouldn't be doing what I am doing right now. Is that style that he does, is that similar to the style of music that you're interested in? The, the country music with, with more of a rock kind of tinge to it? Well, yeah, see, like I wasn't like classic rock cover bands for quite a few years um so like rock is definitely my background so i think that's kind of why we kind of probably get along so well because our voices are very like very similar but yeah no like i definitely come from a rock background and but don't get me wrong like i like my country music and all that too so it's been kind of a little bit of a difficult transition to go from rock to country because i'm used to it right but i think that like with chris has been helping me a, a lot with that as well so yeah so is this uh, with these singles that you've been you've been releasing? Is this your first kind of uh, foray into being a solo artist, or have you had experience doing that in the past? No, this is definitely new for me. Um, in February this year, I released my first single. It was called "Fall in Deep," um, and that was the one that um, even like for Chris with the soda room in his studio. That's the one that we pushed out first. Um, it did really well. Um, it's still doing very well. And then I just released uh, this latest one, "Wild Kind," and that was like last week on Friday. So and again, it's doing super, super well so far. So I'm very thankful for that. That, that's great. It's good to hear. Do, do you feel, is there, um, there's going to be a different kind of pressure on you, I guess, as an artist when you're backing someone up versus when you're, you're putting yourself out there as, as the, a solo artist. So how has that transition been? Have you had, uh, is, is it nervous? Is it nerve wracking putting your own music out in the world like this? Or do you feel it's kind of the same thing as if you were uh, performing with someone else? It's definitely different. Um, I've been like, I use social media as like a huge platform for artists right now. Like not just be like before COVID too, right? I mean, yeah. that's how you get your voice. So like before I met Chris, I would post me and myself sending like just cover songs and stuff, some of my own material um, on Facebook, Instagram and stuff like that. So, I mean, I kind of had a knack for it already, but completely different situation when you're in the studio and you're recording and you're like, actually like fully, this is, this is insane. Like there's no comparison. Right. So, um, but um, performing live with somebody else, I don't know. I think it's 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 definitely different. But I can't wait to get on the road with with this band and, and see what 
what they all it's going to look like down the road. Hopefully, 2022 will be a lot different for us. Yeah, hopefully for everyone, because it's been kind of a crappy two years for anyone doing anything creative, right? Um, what is the eventual goal of this? Are you hoping to put out an album, or are you just going to focus on singles for the time being? I mean, realistically, I'm still very new to this, right? So, like, um, for right now, like, I mean, of course, down the road, that would be awesome to put yeah. out an album. That's a lot of work, right? And it's making things so much more difficult right now with these restrictions and everything. Like, I can't see them, right? So, I mean, it's it's... It's been tough, but for now, we're going to continue to work on some singles and hopefully get those out there and keep it up and see how it goes in a couple of years from now. Cool. What, what For someone who hasn't heard your stuff before, how would you define the sound? I mean, I know there's elements of rock in there. There's elements of country in there. Uh, I feel like country is probably the stronger um, in the singles I've heard. But are there other artists that you would compare yourself to that, that you think you maybe you sound like or you've been inspired by? Um. Yeah. Um, there's a country singer. Her name is Gretchen Wilson. She's been probably one of my favorite country artists for a very long time. She's because she's got she's country, but she's got like that rock, and she's got so much power to her voice. And um, like I have a lot of power when I sing, right? So for me to find those kind of artists that I can like relate to definitely helps. And um, that's kind of how I'm trying to go with my music is definitely country rock more. Um, don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I can, I like my soft, subtle music, country too. But um, no, it's it's got to be, you know, kick up your boots, let's have a good time, country music, right? Yes, yeah. that's, that's what country is all about. And in my well, and you, I think you're in the right province to be doing that kind of music, too, because it definitely is popular in Manitoba. It always has been, right? Country music has always had this, like, really tight grip, especially outside the city, outside of Winnipeg. There's just this massive, massive country scene. So you're, you're in, the right, in the right place for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So you mentioned uh, that you've been posting a lot of stuff on social media. If someone wants to find you and find out what you're up to, hear your songs, what's the best option for them to do that right now? Well, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, so, you know... Facebook.com slash Ashley Stress Music is where you would find that. And um, Ashley Stress Music as well on Instagram. Um, you can also follow me on TikTok. TikTok is a huge platform for me also. Um, but yeah, if you, I'm on YouTube as well. So Ashley Stress. Um, um, yeah, so YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all those social media platforms, you'll be able to find my, my music there. And is it on all the streaming services and all that as well? Yes, absolutely. Spotify, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon Music, you name it, it's there. Awesome. Some girls prefer things, cocktails and fancy wine. Short tight dresses, long dark lashes, big hair and fancy nails. City lights, shopping malls, those Take a toe. 